One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Good day, guys. Welcome back to another session with the Financial Coconut. But today we're going to talk about something a bit more complicated called reading financial statements. Right? We want to choose a good company and want to be able to understand some basics of financial statements. You know, short for FS. But if you believe that you can learn everything you need to know about FS financial statements in 15 to 20 minutes in a podcast, then you think too much, ah, right? But I'm going to share with you some points to get you started because these are some things that I look at when deciding whether or not I should further develop and further analyze this company. Today, we're going to talk about three points in the financial statements to choose a good company. So good morning everyone I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut In our podcast we'll be debunking financial myths Discovering best financial practices Discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life You get it, ultimately empowering us to create a life we love While managing our finances well And today's topic is 3 things to look out for in the financial statements While choosing a good company So there are many ways to choose companies and everyone have their own preferences. This one, over time, you will learn. Right? Some people like dividend monsters, you know, companies that give out a lot of dividend because they're very profitable. They constantly give out a lot of dividend. Or some people like growth companies, right? Companies that are like slightly smaller, maybe number three, number four in their game and they're growing fast and, you know, eating the lunch of the big boys. Or some people just like buying the big boys and holding it for the long term. So over time, you will be able to create your own palette as to what kind of companies do you like, right? But today, I'm going to share with you some points to get you started. So the first question definitely is, what is a good company, right? How do we then define a good company? And when I look at it, a good company is a company with increasingly profitable, with a good return on capital and very little debt. Right? Well, well, many parts. Huh? I'm going to... Three parts, essentially. Increasingly profitable, number one. Number two, good return on capital. Number three, very little debt. These are three points, and we're going to be focusing on these three points. And how do we look out for these three points in the financial statement? Of course, before we dive deeper, I need to put out a caveat out there, right? Numbers is not everything. Once again, I think too many people try to make investing like a science. So you like, look out for this number, you know, it's growing, da-da-da, and then put everything into a formula. Okay, can buy, what price to buy? Right? There, there, there are complexities within this thing, especially if you don't understand the business. Right? So last episode, I talked about growing a business acumen and to me, that's very important because numbers alone don't paint the picture. You need to know why the numbers work this way and you need to understand the business. You need to understand how Facebook makes money, right? You need to understand how Starbucks make their money. You need to understand how Disney make their money. They all run very different business models. And you, and if you just look at the financial statements side by side, they make no sense one. Huh? <laughs> they just show you a set of numbers, right? So we need to grow our business acumen 
And that is a complex job that will take over time, right? So read the financial, the yearly financial report. They should give you a better idea. And further down the road, we will discuss individual companies. That's why we're setting the precedence of how to then choose a good company looking at financial statements. And next week, we'll dive deeper to look at a qualitative analysis, looking at the management, looking at economic mode, blah, 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 all those kind of stuff. But today, we're going to talk about FS. And let me recall the three points. The first point is to look for an increasingly profitable company. The second point is that the company must have a good return on capital. And the number three point is the company must have very little debt. Right? And let me share with you how we're going to start. So the first point, right? increasingly profitable company. How do you validate a company is increasingly profitable? And the assumption here is that if a company makes more money, that means it becomes more valuable and then stock price will go up. That is the assumption, yeah? Of course, that doesn't always happen, but underlying all these noise and clutter, that is our belief as fundamental investors. That is my belief that if a company becomes more profitable over time, the stock price will go up and it will reflect the quality of that business. And yes, if you have not heard the previous episode about the three apps I use, you can go and check out that episode. And the first app that you should use when we're talking about financials is Guru Focus because they aggregate all the information, right? So all the different years of you know financial information, all the financial statements they put together in an Excel sheet, something like that. So it's very easy for you to compare. And I'm going to give you five points to look out for for an increasingly profitable company. Yes, bear with me. This is a complicated episode. There are a lot of points and sub-points. So five factors to look at, five points to look at to indicate that there's an increasingly profitable company in front of you. Number one is growing revenue. Revenue definitely must grow, right? Because that is the top line. That is the amount of sales that's coming in. So if Nike is growing revenue, that means they're selling more shoes, right? If Starbucks is growing revenue, that means there are more and more Starbucks chains opening and more and more sales of coffee right if uh, visa is growing revenue if you don't know visa i don't know where you live like visa is growing revenue that means more and more people are transacting on visa right using cards and using digital payments right so you want to see top line revenue growth because that indicates the business is growing of course there will be times when the growth is slowing, right? So if if a company is growing at 20% year on year, that means every year it grows at 20% for the past five years and then suddenly it came down, like comes down to like 10 or like 5%, then you got to question what is happening in the company, right? So that doesn't mean that the company is no longer worth, you got to find out what is going on and that is when we observe anomalies, right? When something is off the trend, we want to see, hey, we Shama, why this is different from previously right so observe increasing revenue and if you observe anomaly definitely ask yourself why number two you know you got to observe increasing net income so revenue is one thing but sometimes a company is spending a lot a lot a lot of money to grow revenue and it is eating into their income their margins are shrinking so when i look at it i want to see a company maintaining margins you know that means if they are making 50% on every dollar then i want to see them continue to make 50% on every dollar and that should reflect on their net income if their net income is growing that's good job if their net income is not growing then you got to once again, question yourself why. And these things I'm going to share, these five points to observe for increasingly profitable company is not hard and fast. If you see something off tangent, that means it is, you know, different from how it used to be. That means if it's always growing at 20%, suddenly it's not growing as much. Or if it's always profitable, then suddenly plane crash, then not profitable. (laughs) 
then you got to realize that that is an anomaly and ask yourself what is going on. Okay, and the third point is you must see increasing cash flow from operations because ultimately a business needs to make money. There are many times when the business records revenue, records net income, but cash flow is not coming in. Maybe because it is a longer term business, like for a lot of the gaming companies, they register bookings, they register revenue in front, but the money haven't come in yet. Right. So to me, that is very important because I want to see money coming into the business. Right. So cash flow from operations is very important for, for me. And number three point is increasing free cash flow. So free cash flow essentially is cash flow from operations minus operating expenses minus capital exp- expenditures. So minus all the other things, net, net, net. Extra cash is essentially called extra money, right? So after they make the money from operations, they minus all the expenses that they need and then free extra cash. There's free cash flow, okay? This is very important because free cash flow allows a company to expand, to invest, to look at other things. So we want to see companies with free cash flow. Especially if you're looking for dividend, you want a company with a lot of cash flow, yeah? And number three, the, the fifth point is the increasing free cash flow per share. Why per share is important? Because sometimes they sell more shares you know, through this process and you get diluted. So at first, you make $2 per, per share, eh? free cash flow per share. Then suddenly, they decide that they're going to sell more equity and then it becomes like $1 per share. And then you got to question why, what's going on? Why are they raising money? So yeah, following me, uh, this is complicated for sure. But I hope that these five points alone can give you a decent insight into observing an increasingly profitable company right so increasingly profitable company look at these five sub points if they all tick the box that means increasing revenue increasing net uh, net income increasing cash flow for operation increasing free cash flow increasing free cash flow per share then yes you can consider this company and further dive deeper into your analysis one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Whew, finally, we're down at point one. Huh? <laughs> This is a little bit complex and I hope you are following. If not, uh, let me know and let's see what we can do, okay? To help everyone to become a better investor. Which brings me to point number two. How do we choose a good company? Point number two, we want good return on capital, right? So how then do we observe good good return on capital within the financial statement? Right? I look at one I look at two matrix and their interaction. Okay, so number one is return on invested capital which is usually denoted as ROIC within the FS. Okay, look at the financial statement. You see ROIC. FS is financial statement. Huh? So you see ROIC, return on invested capital, which essentially means for the amount of capital that I put in, how much do I get? Okay, so you want to see positive ROIC. If, if, if a company is spending $1 and then like losing money right every, for every dollar, then you don't know what they're doing also. Lah. So you definitely want to see a positive ROIC. You want to see a company making money from every dollar that they invest. Right, They got good returns. So you will see that a lot of tech companies have very high ROIC. You know, um, certain companies are a lot leaner in terms of like staples, consumer staples or like... 
you know, oil, uh, yeah, a lot of oil companies struggling. Uh, their ROIC is negative territory. But more importantly, you want to compare ROIC with WACC. What is WACC? Weighted Average Cost of Capital. Essentially, how much does it cost to borrow money? Lah? Right, so there are two kinds of capital in the market, equity and debt. Yes, equity is right? So equity, right, you got to give dividend. There's a dividend expectation. And debt, you got to pay interest from a company's viewpoint. Right, so they either raise money through debt or they raise money through equity. Either way, they need to pay, which is why there is a cost to the capital, weighted average cost of capital, right? So you want to see that ROIC is bigger than WACC and all this you can find within the FS, within the financial statement. Usually ROIC is above you know, uh, with WACC. You can see as long as ROIC is bigger than WACC, that is a good sign because the company is you know, growing and investing its capital well such that it's getting returns and it is bigger than the cost of the capital that they are using. Of course, we can go into deep detail. There is formulas to all this. How do they calculate it? But if you love that, do it, okay? It's very easy to find. At least I give you a head start. But more importantly, when I look at the FS, I want to see ROIC bigger than WACC because it shows me that the company has a good return on capital. Every dollar that they invest, they are making more money than the cost of that dollar. So that is important, choosing a good company. Brings me to my third point. The third point is to choose a company with very little debt. And the question is, how little is little, right? Best is no debt, lah, right? which is uh, very, very rare. Very tough to find companies that have no debt. They are listed. So if you find one, then it is quite a gem, you know. Take a deep dive and understand what's going on. And when I look at debt, more often than not, I'm looking at long-term debt, Okay, I'm looking at long-term debt because in the financial statements, they will have short-term debt you know, and there's long-term debt. So short-term debt usually are bridging loans. They are like not super, uh, not, not, not that big of an issue in terms of uh, operations because usually they just kind of tie through. What is important is those long-term debt that company takes on to like invest in a new venture, do a merger, you know, and... That is extremely important because those things eat into your finances. They eat into the, the cash flow that the company is making. It can range from 5% interest to like 8%, 9% interest depending on the health of the company. right? So long-term debt definitely eats into the profitability of the company and we want to make sure that the company has very little debt. And how do you see very little debt? You look at long-term debt, compare it with free cash flow. Why is it important? Because free cash flow is the money that you can use to pay off the debt. right? You want to see the company has money to pay off the debt and you want to make sure that long-term debt is smaller than five times of free cash flow. What does it mean? It means that if a company doesn't grow massively, in five years at least it can pay off the debt and become debt-free. I definitely do not want to see my companies, the companies that I own, go bankrupt. And more often than not, big companies tend not to have these issues. But if you're looking at up-and-coming startups, you know, smaller tech companies or biomedical companies, which I highly do not encourage if you're not seasoned. But if you want to look at all these, they have very big debt and they don't exactly make a lot of money. So you got to look at that. Okay, so which sums up my three points for today. I hope you follow through. If you have a lot of questions, feel free to email me and you know we can talk about it so how do we choose a good company looking at the financial statements the first thing is you want to observe 
an increasingly profitable company, which I've shared with you five sub points, which is to look at increasing revenue, increasing net income, increasing free ca- cash flow from operations, increasing free cash flow, and increasing free cash flow per share. You look at these five points, it should indicate whether the company is increasingly profitable. Okay, number two point is good returns on capital. Right, ROIC bigger than WACC. And the third point is to find a company with very little debt, which means the long-term debt is smaller than 5x free cash flow. So all these are pointers that I look at before deciding I want to, whether I want to go further into understanding the business, seeing the future and analyzing the management and all those kind of stuff. Right? So I hope you learned something useful today. If you have other points that you use to evaluate a company through their financial statements, do share with us. Let us grow as a community. See ya! Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting. When shared, debated and discussed, I hope you would share what you've gained with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building a community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com. Message me on Facebook or join our community Telegram group. I will do my best to address your questions in a future podcast series, especially if many people are concerned about the same topic. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned next week and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear and sustainable for all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.